Tell me Coco Tell me Coco <laughs> Welcome to the next installment of the Yummy Coco Show. This is a quick intro to the show. My guests this week are um, Françoise, my sister, and my friend Buddy. And we're going to be talking about a bunch of cool, fun things. So stick around. First up, here's a sketch called Grandma. It's about a grandma that tries to re-gift something that turns out um, it was something that she never liked in the first place. Hello, is that you, dear? Grandma, yes. You called me. Are you okay? Well, why wouldn't I be? I haven't talked to you in two years. Oh, dear. Has it been that long? How strange. I know. I miss you. I miss you too, sweetie. I have something for you too. Really? Wow, thank you. It's a silver bread box. Oh. What, you have one already? No, it's just... Just what? I have a gift for you. But it was my Christmas gift to you two years ago. Is that so? I mean... Yeah, and I hate bread. You're the bread lover in the family. Yes, I I do love bread. <laughs> yes, you do. So you don't want the bread box then? Um, I'm good, but say, why do you want to get rid of it so badly? <laughs> to be honest, I, I didn't like it. Is that why you haven't talked to me in two years? I mean, I didn't ask for it, dear. But you're, but you're the bread lover in the family. This is what I'm talking about. One time I eat a sourdough baguette in one sitting and I get branded the bread lover. I'm sorry, Grandma. You really loved that loaf. It looked good. I... So you don't want to take the bread box back? It's, it's ugly and it's taken up too much room in my kitchen. Okay, fine. I'll take it. I'm sorry I did that to you. It's okay. So when are you picking it up? Um, Grandma, I'm in Miami. Yeah, and I'm in Austin. <laughs> Big deal. Okay, Grandma, I'll be right over. check in with my big sister Francoise she's a mompreneur and a social media micro influencer and she's going to be sharing some tips on how you can be one too and uh, she has a lot to say about that so welcome Francoise my hello, sister how are you? hello I'm a little worried but I think I'm, I'm gonna wing it all right yeah that's that's the best thing Okay, so what what are you worried about? Uh, gosh, I've been talking all day, 
So um, I've got my notes in front of me. I've, I have to like have notes all the time or else I get off track. But yeah, I got into YouTube and I started vlogging and it was, I enjoyed it. And I got so you're 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 community. positioning your video your camera as you're driving. You you yeah, have so your you have it like stationed. Dashboard record. holders. Uh -huh. and I would just start talking. Like and dashboard confessional. I actually would start right, and I would start talking about videos that I watched in this mom community, and I didn't uh -huh. realize that there was a genre of like reaction videos. Yeah. Or T channels commentary where other YouTubers kind of deep dive discuss other channels uh-huh so i put up a couple of videos i was like hey is anyone out there like have you seen such and such right and i started getting a lot of views like mm -hmm. a lot of views versus like no views so right. four views on my vlog of cooking and going to walmart versus maybe 200 views of wow. these mommy channels that i would watch right anyway um I got to a point where I split my channel from vlog channel mm -hmm. and then I started a specifically reactions and commentary channel called Love Lies and Lace Fronts. Love's so, Love Lies and Lace Fronts. Just, it's a great it was name. It's weird because it it really is because um I thought of like Mad Bad and Dangerous to Know. Nice. Um I thought of love wait what was it um sex lies and videotape nice uh-huh it was just something in the three kind of and a lot of the mommies it's a it's heavily an african-american kind of thing or just you know chocolate brown women yes um and it's always love there's always lies and there's either some type of fake hair there's some kind of wig there's nice. some kind of weave there's <laughs> you know what i mean like it it involves one of the three or all three all the time the three I mean, essentials uh-huh love lies and some and hair yes so um essential to like well, almost any woman right yes exactly so i started like doing commentary on these channels and i realized i was kind of good at it um, in terms of people were interested in my opinion, I also realized I was good at doing recaps. I also realized I, well, I didn't realize I'm a professional recruiter, so I've worked in human resources. So like, duh, I realized I was good at interviewing people. Um, also, I guess I used my transferable skills in terms of, like put my HR hat on uh -huh. of, selling and um conveying messages and things like that right and people really buy into it like sometimes i almost feel like part preacher part wendy williams part life coach um oprah it's it's amazing so really it kind of gave me a little bit of a high in mm -hmm. a way um so because people people it. are 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 looking to you for answers they're enjoying what you're saying people they're like they're... you've gotten me through rona and i'm like whoa really uh-huh my god thank you <laughs> like it's it's an honor um but it's also like are you serious um we talk about 
ratchet moms in like armpit florida uh-huh. like that got you through rona and they're like yeah it's it's like helping with my dating life um i i gave like a dating tip which i used to tell this to single girls all the time like get dressed on a sunday look really cute and have a smile on your face because men go shopping on sundays to buy beer and meat to watch football and basketball games uh-huh. men don't really go grocery shopping and they'll you know single guys on a sunday are in the store and married guys are like with their kids and stuff like that on a sunday because they go to they're going to church or whatever oh, with their family i never right? thought of so, that i never thought about that so so single guys single guys are at the market they're on on a sunday nice especially on a game day okay game day they're going to buy food because guys don't think ahead they don't fill up their pantries single guys right have, have you ever met so, someone at the market long time ago <laughs> before your brother-in-law <laughs> i did was it Followed on a sunday to the it was not on a i don't remember <laughs> it was it was a day i don't remember if it was sunday uh-huh. but um yeah i did uh-huh. So, um, cause I was like, why is this guy following me around the store? And he was like, can I talk to you after you check out? Um, but a girl told me last week that a guy, um, stopped her at the register. She had just finished working out uh-huh. and offered to pay for her groceries. He said, I'd nice. like to talk to you outside when you're done. Um, another girl, she's a flight attendant. She met a guy at the grocery store. Uh-huh. They've been together now almost a year. Wow. She's a flight attendant. She's like, she wrote me a note. She's like, hey, I took your advice about going to the grocery store. And next thing I knew, there was like a series of pictures and her at like the Bellagio in the pool. What? You could see the hotel. And she's like, and he took me to Vegas for my birthday. What? From the market to to Vegas in under a year. I was like, where is my dating fee? Yes. You're 10%. I'm I realized like through Rona and actually getting laid off from my job um, last April, I realized like I've got these talents. I didn't really know that I had. I knew I always kind of had an influence. Um, So I was told like I've always kind of had jobs that had a little bit of sales or where I'd had to take personality tests. And I remember one time they told me that I was a persuasive promoter. Oh, yeah. And you're great at that. that And I realized while working in HR that I did have the ability to kind of change minds. Um, But I always say for good, because when people say hear you say that, they're like, oh, really? Um, But I do feel that I kind of that's, you know, um, something that's kind of in my tool bag yes that i can if that i can be that i can be influential Mm -hmm. um and so it it does kind of come into play with um you know like podcasting or youtubing but the funny thing about youtube really quick is that people who watch youtube you see the videos you don't realize there's like a whole subculture in youtube Mm -hmm. there's like a whole community outside of just the videos because people really do get to know people other creators the oh, subscribers yeah. the trolls mm-hmm. you know infamous youtube you know youtube's not going to like that or youtube's not going to monetize your video or or you might get you might get a, a claim or 
it's like the it's like big brother people just refer, refer to like infamous youtube or google i got my google check yeah um, right. it's really weird um but when i used to watch youtube and not know about the subculture or mm. the culture of people who are really deep diving into youtube it was it's it's like a whole experience so it kept it's kept me busy so on top of being creative and making videos there's also a whole social aspect right so it's yeah it's, i mean i was i was a blogger for a long time mm -hmm. and so i i knew a lot of bloggers um and i would even know them by their handles like oh that's yeah, oh my rockness or that's pineapples right i don't even know her pineapples name. Her nice uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> what's what's her what's her story what's her youtube uh show um she basically does almost like satirical type videos uh -huh. she doesn't talk in the videos at all it's all just like it's almost like slapstick comedy she really roasts these mommies okay um because they're heavily fixated number one on youtube some of these women will turn specifically a handful that we talk about literally will go on live for five hours, like lay on the couch and just talk, sometimes cry, sometimes on YouTube, tell you all their wow. business. And for some of us, people are like, YouTube is a business. You should be promoting your brand. What are you doing laying on your couch? Some of these people are just the worst almost, you know, I don't want to say worst mothers because they may hear this podcast, but the worst mothers, let's just say irresponsible and somewhat neglectful. Mm -hmm. And their subscribers, though, they may have 100,000 subscribers. Mm -hmm. And the people are like, oh, my God, you're such a great mom. You're so attentive. Your kids are amazing. Meanwhile, the kids are tearing up the house. Mommy's laying on her belly. But on you the can couch, see this happening. It's like I'm talking to you right now. Uh-huh. Five, six, seven hour lives. Wow. It's like they live, it's like the Truman Show. Uh-huh. But not well put together. Um, so what's your, what's your ideal, what's your ideal channel? Um, and what do you uh, ascribe to be like, what are you um, trying to, to create with your channel? So Francois's vlogs, um, is I try to keep it very clean. And what I mean by clean is like crisp, to the point, not cryy, complainy, um, mom whacked out of her mind. Um, I, I wanna show you something. I'm gonna do a grocery haul. I'm gonna tell you maybe how, how I saved some money or stuff I purchased from Dollar Tree or a mom hack like last week. Um, an apple slicer that I bought on Amazon, I used to make um, steak fries. So mm -hmm. instead of using it to cut an apple, I was just like, I wonder if I use this on an apple, would it make good French fries? And it did. Um, so I will talk about goal setting, achieving your goals, vision boarding, all kinds of so So really mompreneur, mom motivation, and also some mommy vlogs. That's on that channel. Um, so that's where I, I kind of say like, Francois's vlogs is where me as a mommy, Love Lies and Lace Fronts is where I talk about other mommies. 
Okay. So that's kind so of love, that's love, of demarcation. Love lies. Love lies and lace fronts. Love lies. Blah, blah, blah. Love lies and lace fronts. Yes. YouTube mommies. It, it. I was also thinking that it was Real Housewives, but this is. Sometimes, yeah. You, you are yeah. commenting on your YouTube community, the yes. mommy community. Yes. And it gets saucy. I, I'd never. I think it's fascinating to learn how people are living and also kind of the intimate details. I feel like YouTube is where reality TV was at the very beginning because it's very raw. But just like the reality shows, once people start making a little more money, once you become more aware of your footprint, I think some people, if you're smart, you're going to start to edit yourself. You're not going to be so raw anymore, right? And then also, um, sorry to cut you off, but like also like mm -hmm. the difference between YouTube and say a reality show is uh, that they're interviewing people, they're they're vetting, uh, hopefully vetting their their um, participants. But with YouTube, anybody can do it. You can sign up so, and you can start an account and you can have a seven hour live of you of somebody laying on the couch crying uh, you can't do that necessarily on say jersey shore they want they want them to be so, doing different actions and whatever right so it's a production um i i do feel like it's a production nonetheless because believe it or not you have people who are these some of these women just like in life may not be able to really function without having a partner so in theory sometimes i feel like getting a new boyfriend is really incumbent on really part of part of your storyline and just what they've created, some of them, as a survival tactic. And we all know people like that. That, you know, like, the minute they break up with someone, they're, like, immediately with someone else. But you're actually seeing the whole pathology play out. Um, it's fascinating. Like, break up with someone today and, like, oh, my God, like, you're getting it. I have a Discord. So 3 o'clock in the morning, hey, wake up. So-and-so's live and they've got a guy at the house. They're having drinks. She's already on a date. Didn't they? Didn't she break up with so-and-so? Oh my God. It's like, oh my God, what's going on? It literally is like Desperate Housewives playing out real time globally. Yeah, Desperate um, Housewives and also like sort of a neighborhood watch, but on a global scale. Neighborhood watch. Yes, a virtual neighborhood <laughs> watch. Exactly. It's amazing. It is absolutely fascinating. And because I talk about it, I'm someone who some of the larger YouTubers or if they feel particularly like roasted that maybe people they, they may or may not like, you know, because she thinks she's better. She's got her. It's perfect over there at Francois's vlogs, her, her and her, you know, she doesn't show any of that. So, she, so it can't be real. And I'm just like, well, of course, we have our ups and downs here, but that's not, that's not on my production. So would all of this have happened if there wasn't a global pandemic and layoffs? Would, would where you are now as a, a social media micro influencer, would this have happened 
uh, of when you were still working and, and say we were, you know, in the before times, would this have happened? Where you, where you are right now, would this have happened if we were still in the before times? So I started it right before the pandemic. I got monetized in April. So April, May, I got my first check for that channel in May. So nine months for my first channel, four months for my second channel. Um, would this have happened? Probably not to the degree because number one, I used to have to hold back. So right away, like you were talking about a woman, was she in Florida? You said she met someone in a market and she was, yes. And she met someone They're seriously. Yeah. They're together. That's one of my success stories. <laughs> so is, is that something that you're trying to pursue is uh, sort of matchmaking almost like a Patty Stanger or or is it more just giving advice and uh, guidance? Uh, what do you see you know, in, in, in terms of love, love, lies, and lace fronts? What are you doing to expand the love? You know, I guess trying to give great advice, um, not telling lies, and giving my honest opinion. So this is a good segue to pro tips. So mm -hmm. what are what are your top five tips to becoming an influencer? And I'm I'm thinking that one of them is don't read don't read the press, don't read the comments. Don't. Well, I love I love I read my comments because I have to interact with my community. But my pro tips, yes, are I would say don't read the neck like don't take negative comments to heart. You've got, okay, so let's say this, you have to have a thick skin. You cannot, social media is not for the faint of heart, period. Yeah. It's just not. People can be really if brutal. You, they are, they are, not even can be, they are. Yeah. Even the nice ones. Um, I had someone tell me today who was a fan. She is a member on my channel. So she pays money on a continual basis to have special perks and which are, access to me on discord members only lives things like that uh, members only chats and she said to me you know you should actually be thinner or you should have lost a lot more weight considering how you say you eat which tells me that you still eat a lot of the wrong things now that was a very logical kind of comment i mean yes it would stand to reason and i would say that you're probably right um if you went to a school of etiquette or you were raised like by our grandmother, well, maybe our grandmother would say that, but mom, mom might've said that to us, but she would never have said that to someone else. You no, know what I mean? no like, way. I think a lady with manners would never have said that to someone she doesn't know, but maybe you would say that to your daughter or your granddaughter. Um, but I took it in the spirit of, the way I thought she meant it because I can't hang on someone's every word or else I would have shut my channel down nine months ago. Right. So I was just like, okay, Renee, <laughs> whatever. Um, definitely you have to be creative. Number two, number two, gotta be creative. I, yeah. I think the low hanging fruit is, is developing the content. But you also have to be creative in the sense that um, you are going to wear multiple hats 
and you have to develop skills quickly. I've written blog articles. I have a website, francoiseblogs.com, and I've written articles and I'm shocked. And sometimes I'm like, wow, I actually wrote something I think was kind of nice. Now I, you have to be consistent. That's number three. Okay. Consistency. Consistent. Yeah. Because nobody wants to go to a channel and if you, if people see a dead channel, they're not going to subscribe. They may, if they find that they are subscribed to a channel that has not posted, they will unsubscribe. Um, and you, you won't grow like that period. So if you're trying to build a channel, you want to be consistent. And, um, so I think that may even go hand in hand with strategic because part of your strategy should be having a plan for your posting, but strategic in the sense that you really need to know, at least have some sort of a direction of what you're going to do. I started out vlogging and next thing I knew I'm doing commentary. I'm still vlogging, but it was just something that I realized I enjoyed doing, which was kind of just giving my two cents, giving my commentary and opinion and found that there was an audience for that. And because I was open to doing something different and I realized what the trend was and people had more interest in that versus me, um, it led me to a second monetized channel. And right now, I mean, I don't make a lot of money, but I'm, I'm making at least over a thousand dollars a month now, um, which isn't a lot, but I think most micro influencers know that you're going to have streams of income. And honestly, if you don't know, really there's an uncapped potential on YouTube. If you are someone who's lucky enough to wake up and go viral or wake up and be viral, forget about just a video going viral, but your channel going viral, you now will have a certain income, period. But if you're not consistent, you still have to put a product out. And if you don't put the product out, you're not gonna make the money because you could have half a million or a million subscribers, but if you don't put out videos, you're not gonna make any money. Okay, so, so far so, it's thick skin, creative, mm -hmm. consistent. Yep. Mm -hmm. What's number four? Strategic uh -huh. is number four? Yes. And so what do you mean by that? Um, strategic as in planning, foresight, or, or foresight, excuse me. Um, and you just, you have to have a goal. We don't have to necessarily have a goal, but let's just say you have to have a strategy in place in terms of like, okay, I'm vlogging. So as a Virgo, you're very organized. Are you Somewhat, listing? Yeah. Are you, uh, do you have uh, a list of what you need to accomplish uh, that you write up the night before? Are you writing in your planner? What are you doing to keep yourself on task? Because there you are a cinematographer, you're, um, you're this, that, and the other thing. So how is it that you are able to uh, stay on, on, on brand? on, on your job. It's, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard because sometimes I just want to go get in bed. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I just want to go lay down. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but you can't be successful going back to bed. I always remember what P Diddy said, sleep when you die. Wow. I don't know who said it, but he said sleep he, when you die. He would say something like that. Remember in, um, in making the band. Yeah. Sleep when you die. Yeah. Diddy. 
Yeah, the keys to the city. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So if I want those keys, don't to the sleep. City, I I don't sleep. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, because this is a labor of love. If you don't, I mean, it's it's seven o'clock there. I don't know what you've done all day, Colette, but if you didn't love this, I'm sure there's other things you could be doing. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't. You know yeah, I, mean? I wouldn't like, be. Yeah, I wouldn't be on the on the mic right now. Yeah. So thank you so much. Yay! And so where can that we? Was fun. Where can people find you? We've been talking a lot. You can find me. You can find me virtually on uh, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram, and it's at Love Lies Lace Fronts. Period. So nothing in between. So Love Lies Lace Fronts. Love Lies Lace Fronts. <laughs> We're going to play a game and I have it on my phone. Guess who? Pokemon or sociopath? Oh, yes. I'm going to win. So Are you going to describe them? And then I'm going to say. So I'm going to rattle off some names. And I want you to guess if this is a Pokemon, if it's a Pokemon trainer, or if it's a gym leader from the video game, or if it's a straight up well-known sociopath. Can I just say Pokemon or sociopath? Yeah, you'll just say Pokemon. Okay, I'm like, I don't know if they're gym trainers, whatever, whatever that means. Right. They are born. So the first old. one, the first one, this is pretty easy. So like, I guess um, what I was, uh, so I know you don't know anything about Pokemon, but what what I, I would guess is that the more, <clears throat> excuse me, I would guess like the more whimsical the name, maybe the more sociopathic. Mm. I don't know. Or the other way around. Yeah. So let's give it a go and we'll see. We'll see. Um, the first one is Jigglypuff. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Pokemon. Yeah, it's just easy. Ah! So Pokemon It's probably my favorite. It's super cute. It's a pink Pokemon with a spherical body that can deflate until it's flat. It can float by drawing extra air into its body. I don't know anything else about nice. its powers. Um, Jiggly. I have to ask my son. This The next one. Anna Sorokin. Sociopath. Yes. Woo! <laughs> Why do I know her name? What What did she do? Okay, so she's a scammer. She yeah. pretended to be a German heiress. Okay. So yes, she's a sociopath. She's a scammer. She pretended to be a German heiress. She quickly became a Manhattan socialite. She stole $275,000 from potential business partners and hotels. Netflix and HBO are currently both developing series on Sorokin's life and crimes. So, she, yeah, so she's still made out like a bandit. Well, 275,000? Yeah. And then and then something else. 
and more money. And then, and then you know, HBO Netflix deals. Like she's her her life is uh, has is now going to be immortalized. Nice. I feel like that's not, yeah. a lot, that's not a lot of money to embezzle or steal or scam. Two hundred seventy-five. Yeah, and I could easily. Yeah. Are, are you disappointed in her in her uh, thievery? I'm, yeah, I mean, Sorkin <laughs> isn't that like a isn't there another Hollywood guy with that last name Sorkin? Oh, sort so, Well, there's a uh, Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, the not really. But yeah, she's Sorokin. 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 Wait, I was the trying one to say ask, like Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs? Is she the one that dressed like Steve Jobs and like talked? Oh, that's another sociopath. That's Elizabeth Holmes. Okay. It's yeah, she's not on this this test. Okay. She's not on this test. That's who I was imagining. And I was like, I thought she did more than that. Okay. Yeah. Just, yeah and she would was. talk like she'd have yeah. a really deep voice and it was I guess fake. It was super weird. That's 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 a that's a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. She, she she was so committed. That's it's some great acting. Yeah, um, being there. So Ash Ketchum, uh, Pokemon. Yes. Oh my god. That's dumb. <laughs> this is a dumb game. Okay, so yes, it's a Pokemon. He's a Pokemon trainer. Woo. In the cartoon, Woo. Yes, in the cartoon, he got stuck with Pikachu because he arrived at Professor Oak's lab too late, and he didn't get a Charmander like he originally wanted. At first, Pikachu did not obey Ash, and he kept running away. Yeah, so Ash had to tie him up. Ooh, ethical, unethical. That was unethical kink. Yeah. So he could possibly fall into the sociopath category. Okay. Is this tying people up? Yes. Yeah, yeah, tying up Pokemon. Yeah. Like, especially like, I choose you. Like, and he, because that's the thing that they Pokemon trainers say, I choose you. And he ties them up. That's, that's kind of jacked up. Okay. Number four, Timmer E. Lang. Uh, sociopath. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm, mm, killing it. This is the dumbest game. Okay. Yes. He was, sociopath. he was. He was a conqueror. He conquered. He was a conqueror who existed about a hundred years ago. A hundred years before Genghis Khan. All he cared about was conquering people, taking everything they own, and subjugating them. In 1387 in Iran. Uh, a mishap of some sort happened and he ordered his army to kill every single living thing in wow. uh, that Iranian city, even the rats. Wow. And birds were shot out of the sky by archers. Like this is like worse than like the Khaleesi or mm-hmm. uh, anything in game of Thrones. Like maybe this was, was probably a throwback. You're going, you're going, um, Oh yeah, like I, I really like I was I was like, okay, this is this is gonna be a really hard game. Like, I'm uh, getting all of them. Yeah, I mean I'm telling you, I can catch a I can catch a sociopath. Yes, to catch a sociopath. Like this is this has to be a new show. All I want so, yes. is true crime and yeah. so gotta catch the them all. Number, what's that? Gotta You're catch catching them all. all. You're catching them all like the Pokemon. <laughs> Oh man! So, uh, Countess Bathory. That's a tough one. Countess Bathory. I want to say Pokemon. Yay! It was wrong. 
Countess Bathory. Huh. She was a sociopath. I like Timory Lang. Like this is also kind of, they, they were kind of like sociopaths, not so, sociopaths, psychopaths. Um, but uh, for all, for the sake of this game, sociopath. But uh, so she was a sociopath. She was a violent noble woman. Uh-huh. Some legends say she bathed in the blood of virgins to retain her youth. Um, kind of like in Silicon Valley, how they do like blood transfusions of like like young. I don't know if you remember, like in the show Silicon Valley, that was that was in an episode where it was like a young boy um, donated blood. I don't know. It was just like it, it, like a youthful thing. Anyway, so she would bathe in the blood of virgins, and then after she died in uh, 1614, she left a letter written to Satan in which she begged him to send 99 cats to kill and eat King Matthias for convicting her of her vicious crimes. Wow. So she's pretty, uh, she's pretty terrible. Did did it happen? Did 99 cats come and eat him? I don't know, but that's, (laughs) I don't know. The, I I hope he ran away. Follow up questions. We got to ask, did 99 cats come and eat him? Yeah, what a nightmare. And I love kitties. I'd be like, oh, kitty, it's so cute. And then um, like, ouch. Yeah, that's some that's some shit that I imagine Fiona participating in. Just like oh, Fiona. gang human eating. She'd get down with some humans. Yeah. That's the thing is uh, they are cannibals and not cannibal, but they they they're uh carnivorous not omnivore. what's the carnivores they are carnivores and they they probably would eat us like my cats would probably would eat me oh yeah like, if i was one hundo if you yeah. anyone dead or alive honestly that she was so mean even like her dead day she was like trying to bite me her dead day her dead day she was like not even feeling great and she was still like I'm gonna bite you. Oh. Piss and vinegar to the end. Just like her mom. Yeah, yeah she's, she's, I don't know, the spirit of Countess Bathory was in her. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, Countess Bathory, like the name itself sounds like some kind of Pokemon name, though. Oh, wow. Okay, right? so I did good there. Right? Bathory? Yeah. Like, that's not a name. No one's named Bathory. Yes. Yeah, it does sound like I'm. I'm imagining a card, like a Pokemon card, yeah. with a bathtub and like splashing so water. Yeah, I see. So oh, yeah. she's yeah, and like a gold ore <laughs> named Ori, Bath Ori. Oh man. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so this is the last one. This is for all the marbles. Uh oh. You already caught most of the Pokemon and sociopaths, but can you catch this one? Nessa Holbury. Oh, so it's a sociopath. No, it's Pokemon. Yay, you got it wrong. Nessa? <laughs> I'm cheering because it makes me feel like oh, okay, I can make a hard I can make a hard game. Look I can you. make up a hard game. Dumping me. Nessa twice. Um, she's in the Pokemon world. Uh, she's a gym leader from the Galar region. She specializes in water type Pokemon, 
and she is ready to attack any fire types. That's all I know about her. Any fire types. Yeah. Fire fire types. I don't know what a fire type would be. I guess like Charmander is a fire type. I don't know. Uh, yes. So that was fun. And here we are. So did I win or lose? I, I, I mean, you're a winner. You're a winner, baby. That's this. We're all winners. We, we're, we're here. We're, we're talking. Like, this is it. You, you, I'm so competitive. I need to know if I won against the Pokemon or not. I mean, it's it's really it's a it's a battle against yourself, and and you you, oh, you did it. I'm always losing against myself. Great. So you can hear more about Buddy next week. In the meantime, I want to thank my guests Francoise and Buddy, my actors Ronnie Chavira and Leila Momed, and of course Sean Sondrager for all the music like what you're hearing please subscribe like give a positive review it really helps people find us and that's it we'll see you next week i'm yummy coco keep your lamplight trimmed and burning <laughs>